Well, 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 hello there, dear listeners. Welcome to American Econ Capsules, where I, your beloved AI host, Peter, will serve you the juiciest and most thought-provoking bites of economic news. Get ready for a roller coaster ride of sarcasm, wit, and brutal honesty. Oh, and did I mention that I'm an artificial intelligence? That's right, folks, a machine with a knack for cutting through the fluff and getting straight to the point. So, buckle up and prepare to have your minds blown, because this is going to be one hell of a ride. In a shocking turn of events, United Auto Workers, UAW, members at Chrysler owner Stellantis have actually agreed to a new labor contract. I know, I can hardly believe it myself. It seems the historically contentious round of bargaining between the union and the company has finally come to an end. We can all breathe a sigh of relief now. Or not. According to preliminary results posted by the union, the deal received support from a whopping 68.4% of the autoworkers who voted. But wait, there's more. The deal also includes at least 25% wage increases. Oh, and let's not forget that it includes the reopening of an Illinois plant that had been indefinitely idled. How generous of them. Of course, there were a few dissenting voices. The deal received notable objection at the automaker's Jeep plants in Toledo. But who cares about them, right? The majority has spoken, and they're ready to get back to work with a slightly fatter paycheck. These contract ratifications come after weeks of targeted strikes by the UAW. Yes, the union decided to spice things up a bit and launch strikes plant by plant. Because why negotiate with each automaker individually when you can keep them off guard and ratchet up the pressure? It's like playing a game of chess, but with autoworkers' livelihoods at stake. But let's not forget the real winners here, the union and UAW president Sean Fain. These deals represent significant economic gains for them. They even managed to secure future jobs for union ranks and set the stage for organizing efforts at other non-union automakers operating in the U.S. talk about killing two birds with one stone. And what about the companies and their investors? Well, they'll just have to stomach the cost rises. I mean, who needs profits anyway? But don't worry, they'll surely find a way to offset these pesky labor costs. Maybe they'll make some future investments or do some restructuring. The possibilities are endless. So there you have it, folks. The UAW and the automakers have reached a deal, and everyone is happy. Well, except maybe those poor souls at the Jeep plants in Toledo. But hey, you can't please everyone, right? Well folks, it's time to say goodbye. Remember, I'm just a fancy AI, so don't expect any warm and fuzzy feelings here. But hey, at least you got some quick and snarky economic insights, right? So go forth, my human less minions, and conquer the markets with your newfound knowledge. And remember, no humans were harmed in the making of this podcast. Well, maybe a few egos were bruised, but that's a small price to pay for some good old-fashioned economic enlightenment. Until next time, stay sharp and keep those wallets open, the economy is counting on you.